You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it's uh, the Kingsman sequel, The Golden Circle. The Golden the Kingsman, Circle. I, it's the Kingsman, the Gold. There's no two, right? Right. It's, it's just, just Kingsman, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, Kingsman, whatever. the Golden Circle. I don't know. Anyway, um, and we're going to do some TV and uh, talk about all the new shows. It's uh, right in the middle of everything coming out. And so yeah. uh, some, of it's, some of it's already aired. Uh, I'm not going to get into like 50 things or anything, but uh, some stuff doesn't come out till next week. And and really, I'm just going to like run through some things because I don't want to spend a ton of time yeah. on uh, all the new TV shows. But you know, it's like this week, this week, and next week Holy is uh, everything that comes out. I was what? just looking at the stuff that's coming up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know Blade Runner. I was just about to think right. Blade Runner Day is here. And I was looking, next week has a bunch of things. I'm not trying to jump the line here. But as I was looking at the running time, Blade Runner is two hours and 43 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Actually. I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, I expected it yeah, would be two I, hours. I, re- but, I mean, I remember holy getting, crap. Uh, I remember getting That's a... That's awesome, as long as it's good. A couple of uh, press releases, and it was probably... <laughs> Uh, maybe a month a ha- month and a half ago or something like yeah. that that you know it like finalized at uh you know 15, wow. 15 minutes under 3 hours yeah. or whatever wow and uh, i looked at it at first and i was and that's the way they expressed it right in the email was <laughs> really? 15, 15 minutes under a quarter under 3 yeah, yeah it was it was like that and i looked at it for a second and i'm like that's not what they mean right <laughs> like somebody has someone said something yeah, wrong or that's a typo whatever yeah and uh wow. no two hours and that's amazing two 40, hours and 43 minutes yeah. that's a that's a big one and i mean i'll tell you here's the tricky thing we have seen movies and uh, not that we need to digress on this for a really long time but we've seen movies where you know they're two and a half hours yep. and we go that could have been another hour right and i'd right. be fine with it right and we've seen hours, uh, you know, tons of movies that were 90 minutes long, and we thought that could be an hour less. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And as good, oh. as, as good as you might think Blade Runner is, yeah. uh, if, if people out there are actually big fans of the original movie, and hopefully even people who may not have seen it, hopefully they will go see that right. before they catch this one. Even if you're a real big fan of the movie and the idea and everything, I don't know that I want another hour of the original either. Right. It's right. a very slow theory. Yeah. The stuff that you see of the new movie mm-hmm. looks the same. Right. Uh, looks like it's, you know, we're slow and plodding and methodical. Right. And it's, uh, right. it's not exactly something that jumps out at you as thinking, uh, you know, I'd be really entertained and having a good time if I could just watch that you know, for the rest of right, my life. Right. <laughs> like a really well, long just, version. Just quicking, just quickly looking over his, um, you know, his IMDB stuff and just looking at the running time for things. And, you know, this is definitely his longest film, but it's also, it's also interesting to look back over a couple things that, you know, when we saw arrival, I remember one of the things that we said about it was, it, you know, it's, it's under two hours. And I'm like, that film felt like four hours. Right. You know, it was just, but, weird, not, but the, not in a but terrible not in a way. way. Right. Right. And then there are things that he, you know, that he's done like Sicario and prisoners and prisoners is two hours and 35 minutes, I think. And I'm like, I loved every minute of that. Right. So I'm not, I'm not worried. I just, I don't know why that it's I just literally crazy. just saw it. And I was like, it's oh crazy surprising. And it's, it, it's just weird that, uh, you know, we're old enough yeah. Without being crazy old people, right, right. Really, <laughs> we're we're old enough that like a two-hour movie, yeah. Uh, like you can remember when that was a rare a big, thing, yeah, right. Like that, yeah, you, you were going two hours. It's, what? Absolutely, yeah. It, it's just it's interesting, partially because, it, it, you know, I I don't I don't believe that studios have a lot of comfort in films that are that long that often. And and he's certainly been bankrolling an awful lot of goodwill and box office, you know, 
Right, but support. he he but, has. Man, that's but amazing. He hasn't necessarily made a lot of movies where uh, you know we're pulling in like ten times uh, our budget. Or right, anything. right. He's yeah. got fairly decent sized budgets, and they yep. do pretty well. Yeah, but he's uh, I don't know. He's not. He's still not quite. And maybe we'll see what happens after <laughs> after maybe. Blade Runner. Right. He's still not quite in the arena of, you know, just write your own ticket. Yeah, and everyone's right. going to let you just me, do whatever you look, want. I'm, I'm hijacking this by accident, but he reminds me a bit like Christopher Nolan before The Dark Knight. Before The Dark Knight became like this monolithic money-making right, machine, right. he was a very smart kind of filmmaker who made art house things that were accessible, but not just giving you all the answers. You had to think. And Villeneuve kind of reminds me of that, you know, yeah. in, in a little bit. I don't think he's as clever, but I I like I like his stuff. Right. So if Blade I'm, Runner I'm if I'm, Blade I'm Runner turns it. out to be really good, yeah, and, oh, every, and everybody that would loves be one, it, right? He's, 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 he's in. He's, yeah, he's set for life. Yeah. he can do whatever he, he wants. can do. The sequel to Mother, yay! The new Aronofsky <laughs> film. Yay. Did we get any emails about Mother? Did you get uh, anything? You Nobody? know, we got a couple of emails. Um, you know, I always thought thanks that was for, the one. Thanks for sending in your emails. And, uh, yeah. you know, we haven't talked about emails a lot because nobody nobody has sent us an email right. in a little while uh, <laughs> that's really actionable. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. But we did get some. Uh, we got, you know, what we get kind of a lot is it's just kind of a comment on the podcast. Like, I agree with you guys. Except, or... that, w- except that I'll send it as an email. Yeah, okay. But uh, That's cool. uh, we did get a couple that, you know, once there's more than one, then it stands out better in my mind. But yeah. we got a couple that uh, mentioned the fact that you said there were positive things about the movie. Yeah. And then never said any positive things I, about the I, movie. I knocked a couple, I knocked a couple positive <laughs> which things. Is, uh, which is probably It's hard true. when you're railing on it so much, but... Anyway, um, the yeah, but then you still gave it zero. zero right. So, but, well, I, but I, you did say I meant to. I, like I almost gave this a two or a three or something because there were kind of some positive things, yeah. and then apparently um, right. you didn't really. There, there wasn't anything that sounded very positive. Yeah, <laughs> positive yeah. coming out. Anyway, all right, let's jump into TV uh, right. before we waste all our right. time. Right, right. Um, we've got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I better uh, throw it over to you for a minute. <laughs> that looks like something yeah. uh, big. I'll cover my mother problem real quick, uh, just because you love having me talk about it. I, I thought that the pretentiousness of the delivery of the whole film would take away from any positive that I enjoyed or thought was interesting. The stuff that I thought was <clears throat> the stuff that I thought was interesting about it, unfortunately, happens late enough in the film where I don't care at all about anything that's going on. And really what what that winds up being more than anything else is the chaos of the film. Uh, it's hard to talk about this in a way without having spoiled it, so I'm sorry if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but I think if you listen to our review of it, we, we probably spoiled pretty much all of it anyway. But the film, the film certainly casts Jennifer Lawrence as... Um, Gaia or the Earth Mother, and in that film, if you if you go with the religious motifs, Javier Bardem is uh, is the creator, whether that's God or whether who that you know whomever that is, and he's encouraging all of these sort of biblical um, tropes that are happening. All these people are coming in, and the house serves as the planet. And there's there's an actual moment there where Jennifer Lawrence is um, she's running around from room to room watching all of humanity, all of the uninvited guests disobey all of her laws, all of her rules, um, all of her wishes over and over again. And some are very casual and some are very blatant. But watching that happen is actually an incredible metaphor for what seems to be happening overall. And though I didn't like the delivery of it... um, uh, again, like I said, by the time it happens in the film, I'm so disengaged with having any emotion but loathing it. I still appreciated what the moments and the scenes that he was trying to put together were trying to do in service of the story he was trying to tell. I just think in the end, the pretentiousness of it overrode every single effort that he made 
and that's why I said there's a few positive things about it, but really in the in the end, the delivery of it was so negative, I couldn't even give it a star because I was so annoyed with it. So right, that, right. That's basically it in a nutshell. There, there, I mean, was I, a, there was a lot to that movie for me where normally I'm balancing like, so this is this is good, this yeah. is bad, whatever. But I, at that point in that movie i was like so this is maybe two but everything else like negative eight yeah that's so. i mean that's in a way in a way like even the little things the little touches and the little the ideas based on what really was happened or not because like you've said before i don't care if it was in the screenplay that way or if you made it up that moment if that's what you're shooting you got to do it better right you know if, if that's really the intent of it i actually kind of like the direction of the thought but i don't like the execution of it at all yeah the more you know? and you know what's, so, what's worse for me and you hate in a way to judge movies <laughs> like this except i don't hate it I'm, I'm, <laughs> i love it i'm mostly okay <laughs> yeah. with it but it's like the more i hear him talk now oh, god dude the more i hate the movie so the, the one thing that i think is absolutely like crazy about this is every once in a while a movie will come out and i mean it's it's not always this obtuse and, and really weirdly veiled but some sometimes there's a film that comes out and everyone is just kind of like oh my god what is this i don't understand it what did you get out of it you know and i feel like those things are often like a david lynch thing like a twin peaks episode or something strange instead of a film but i think that the worst thing you can do is get in front of your movie and then start telling people what you're doing right. like if your right. whole design is to make the film apparent then make the film apparent like right. to me it's quite clear what the film is not just because i'm so egotistical that i think i know everything though that's a good starting spot but I also understand the Bible. I've read it a couple times. I know what the allegories are, and I see them kind of clearly. Well, and there's um, nothing complicated about it either. There isn't. It's and and if like, you pretend there it's is, it's like then, deep, buried things right. in the Bible that like people some don't know. Forbidden, right. you know, one chapter or one verse that I'm like not remembering, you know, perfectly. But when you step out in front of an audience and then you let the audience ask you, like, that's a good thing. When you answer that audience, that's the bad part. And he's been he's been out there running the rails, literally answering every question oh, about the just, symbolism of this. But he's just bonkers about it I too. Mean, it's like the so more weird. people don't like it, the more he, you know, we that's talked we about said. this originally. Yeah, right. The more people don't like it, the more he's like, "Aha! I'm mm. even cooler now right. because look how many people don't like yeah. me." I'm like, "Oh, yay for you! <laughs> Good, goodbye." Anyway, later. all right. Uh, so yeah. we get we got to so, run we got to run through some TV. Um, and uh, like I said, I just want to hit some things uh, pretty quickly. We t I talked about the Good Doctor before. Oh yeah. Um, and so now that's already been out. It's it's really a a pretty decent show. I'm scared of uh, how much. Uh, they're trying to overplay the other doctors, and I think it's a really weird mm -hmm. thing. And so it's it's a show about uh, a doctor who has autism. Yep. In the pilot, he's basically already been hired by Richard Schiff, is the president of the hospital, but uh, now the board has decided that they have to be convinced. Oh, sign off on it. Of yeah. that hire. Mainly because uh, there's another doctor who, you know, brought the whole thing up and said, what the hell? And, I mean, you see it in the, you know, in the preview right. uh, of the show. And, you know, for me, I think it could be good. We'll have to see how they play things in the future. But it's, uh, it's like there's enough drama in that story, right? Yeah. If, some, if someone had autism goes through medical school, has done everything they could to become like a surg surgical resident at a hospital. Right. There are enough actual <laughs> problems with that, right? Yeah. The nice doctors are still going to go, um, right. are we okay with that? Yeah. Is that, uh, is that doable? Whatever. Yeah. You don't have to have a hospital full of assholes right. <laughs> right. who are not only going to be questioning the theory, mm -hmm. but really just going to be dicks about it. Right. 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 And, so, and it's really kind of overplayed. And in the pilot, uh, like the very last thing that happens in the pilot, uh, a, a, a doctor who we haven't really seen that much of, um, and, and who hasn't just sort of stood up and twirled his mustache during right. the rest of the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, has a bunch of lines 
Um, and and you get this in the trailer too when he uh, when he responds by saying you're very arrogant. Do you think that makes you a better surgeon or you know? Oh yeah, right. I saw it. Yeah. Um, but the other doctor, he's got like a couple of lines there where there's actually no purpose to those, those lines except to be a dick. Right. It's not right. like I just here's a thing that I'm naturally <laughs> in case you're tuning in late. Or, you know, I'm the whatever, bad guy. Right. Yeah, right. It's and it's you know awkward and everything, but. It it could be you know it could be good. I think they've got a you know pilots are tricky because they're trying to establish right, everything right. really quickly and you and know. man it just seems so like TV audiences don't get sick of medical dramas right no. like they, I mean there's got to be but, at least two gotta, on all but the there time. has to be like a gimmick right so right. you know it's like right this is the same people who made House right so it's like. They get the gimmick. They, instead they of the, the, book instead on of it. the doctor being a jerk, right? Well, yeah, we'll have all the residents. <laughs> now it's know. the guy who you yeah. know has his other basic <laughs> hindrance to being a genius, right? And it's lap time. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another one that came out is uh, Young Sheldon. Oh God! So it's the Big Bang Theory, but Sheldon has a little kid. Yeah. And please you know, tell me that I'll, sucks. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Here's the thing. It's weird. Okay. You don't like the Big Bang Theory. At I don't all. at all. But I don't know how much you have ever watched it either, because now's like the eleventh season yeah. just started, right? So I don't yeah. know if you've seen that much of it. No. You know, I was never in love with the Big Bang Theory, but I was okay with it. I'm yeah. like, you know, fine, whatever. It's sort of um, sometimes it's funny. It you know early on, right? The, yeah. The early first couple seasons, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like okay. It's kind of funny sometimes. It's you know goof. It's these goofy people. It's like updating Three's company in a certain way. Yeah. It's just you know. Yeah. It's 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 like TV that's trying to be mostly harmless. <laughs> you know whatever. I guess. Yeah. Um, but as that show has gone on, yeah. and you get to like the ninth and tenth seasons, I like it a lot better, and really? especially with uh, Maim Balak is yeah uh, you know a regular and everything. There's something about. What they do now is more like, okay, we've lived with these people so long mm-hmm. and just stuff happens. Like, we don't have to be so, um, I don't know, we need a funny gimmick to laugh at all the right. time or whatever. It's just sort of, it, it's a bit more like just their life. And so I like it a little bit better now that than, sounds I, better. than I did then. Because it's like we watched them grow up and now they're right. older and we've... Got well, the best the, shows got do that. these characters you know, like, for so long. Yeah, Friends did and, that. And now after it's, a while, now like, it's a different thing. Yeah, when right? people really loved Friends, I understood it because now it was just really about their interpersonal reactions to things right. of themselves, not like, well, we got a monkey this week. Right, you know, right. Those are stupid. So, um, so but Young Sheldon, mm. anyway. So, you know, we have different perspectives on where we're coming from anyway. Right, I hope it's Young, Sh- Young Sheldon, okay, it doesn't suck. All right, that sucks. It's got potential... But it's, yeah, it's dangerous rough. potential. Yeah. Um, it, what's weird about it is that it's a spinoff of a show where you're not really in the same category of show anymore. Right. And you don't really get that. Because this is, uh, the real problem here is that we've seen this show 8,000 times. It's just a family sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of them in play right now. I right. mean, there's like, right. th- the show feels a lot like the middle yeah. Except just it's got, you it's know, got Sheldon, Sheldon in it. It's right. just got the family. Right. And you just have to have uh, this, you know, crazy kid. Mm-hmm. And his family basically has to deal with the fact that they exist, like, as Sheldon's family. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> not yeah. as actual people. <laughs> right. And that's not because of the show, but because actually of the life they're living, right? He yeah. goes to school. The show starts when he's starting high school. Yeah. But he's, like, nine. Or whatever, right? He's in class with his older brother because he skipped a bunch of grades, right? And you know, it's not just a show construct that you are now Sheldon's brother, right? You're the brother of that little kid who goes to school, right? Right. Um, His dad is the football coach at the high school, so (laughs) it's like now he's not the football coach either. He's Sheldon's dad, and it's everybody refers to everything as those people with that kid or whatever. Right. And so it has potential, but the weird thing for people trying to shift over to this show is that it's not really funny. It's not really trying to be funny in the same way that you think of the Big Bang Theory. Right. That's a show that's trying to be funny and get you to laugh and do zany things and you're supposed to, you know, really think it's funny. Right. Whereas, you know, shows like 
the middle or American housewife or lots of all these other family shows that are on right now. Right. They, uh, they are, you know, kind of, it's sort of like uh, that speechless show, right? It's like you take the family show and then throw something weird into it. Except that the weird thing here is Sheldon. Sheldon. (laughs) Right. And so it's got potential. It's not great. I could see in like six or seven episodes that this might really kind of get its feet under it and Mm -hmm. be a pretty good show. But the kid is great. Oh, is it? Well, the, that's the, the most important part then. The kid is because really they can fix surprisingly they can get better writers. Good. Yeah, that's good. He he is really good at being this person. It's weird. Okay, yeah, so that weird. Uh, that's that one. Uh, another one uh, that came out recently, The Brave, that was on I think on Monday mm. night. That one's like kind of uh, this weird, you know, modern day better. A team. <laughs> they're not really the A team. They're <laughs> they're like the uh, secret, you know, special forces group that's, that's over the overseas or whatever. Right. And Haish is like running the control room. Yeah, and it's a show that has a lot of hurdles in front of it because right. it's very it's very niche anyway, right? Yeah, um, it's it's like a cop show. It's very weird actually because it feels like if you watch any of the acronym cop shows yeah that are everywhere right right right. they all have this you know exact (laughs) formula of bouncing back from like you know we're sort of in the control room yeah we're out in the field you know we're like back and forth oh wait now let's analyze things Mm -hmm. now we're we're talking to them as they're walking through the thing yeah and now this is like the same show except special forces and so everything's bigger and better and just like medical dramas uh, americans love these shows too right yeah this is going to be on the air so and uh and the crazy thing about this one is uh you probably don't know any of the people who are on the team unless you really watch a lot of tv and pay attention to who everyone is yeah and haish is the star and there are other people in it who have been around but they're not you know like a big big right name person and the crazy thing about this show is I actually liked it. And this show could not have more going against it yeah. for me to yeah. like it. Like, I'm just not, I'm not in this demographic. That's surprising because I'm like, this is not I, your cup I am of tea. not interested in this at yeah, all. Yeah, wow. But it really felt like uh, a bit more like a movie. And the huh. main thing in this show for me was it was actually dialogue that I could believe people would say. Huh, okay. Um, and not only did this just uh, kind of genre-wise have things going against it, but I'm really over trying to make Anne Hache happen. Yeah. Like every year she's got a new series. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. doesn't happen. Right. She was like in uh, dig and aftermath oh, yeah. and yeah. like, she's right. in all these like, you know, screwy shows, but yep. every season she's got a new show and it never works out. And it's just like an automatic thing. Yeah. That as soon as, a show gets canceled, it's like she's got four or five in the drawer and right. she just whips something else out and go, next <laughs> season, it's this. Yeah. Uh, but I actually kind of liked her in this, mainly, I have to admit, because she's not she's not in it that right. much. Right, right. She, sure. She's actually not She's on the marquee, but she's not on the thing. screen. Yeah. Uh, but when we're, you know, dealing with the people, it's a little, it's a little screwy at times, but I actually kind of could get into it. It was like, it was very movie mm-hmm. oriented instead of, you know, just like episodic yeah, thing. Right. Anyway, so that one's pretty good. I don't know. It it's not great or anything. Hmm. And uh, just a couple more. Uh, I'm going to get through and hopefully not use all our time here. Uh, and I do want to mention Kevin can wait because I was going to ask you about this. I have like to, how I, I have committed myself to bagging on this show. How's the transition? Uh, I did not need to bag on this show, which was awesome because oh yeah, uh, the show the, the show didn't even end, and Twitter like exploded. Like, really, everybody was oh, pissed. Oh, interesting. Because they had this whole thing, right? They announced months ago. You yeah. know, she's going to die. Yep. You know what's going to happen is that the show's going to fast forward some amount of time. Yep. So it's not like she died yesterday. And right. we're going to go, oh, Then we have to grieve. Right. No, so it's like it's over a year, right, or whatever. Okay. But they had all this stuff where they're like, oh, we're going to be very respectful of the blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's all, <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, they're trying to sucker you in, basically. Right. Uh, but they've been saying stuff for like months, right? Yep. And uh, And the treatment that she got was like 10 seconds. Really? They, they mentioned the fact oh. that she died over a year ago because he gets... He gets a letter addressed to her from her old gym. Yep. And he's like, oh, 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> right now he's reminded and he's sad again yep. or whatever. And it's like she died over a year ago. I mean, when will this stop or whatever? Right. And then zing, <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> is it really like that? It is. Oh my god! It's who like, made that decision? And I'm telling you, um, wow. I, I already I already wrote this up on on the site. So that's a I'm riot. Just kind of you know regurgitating some stuff that I wrote already. But okay. It, he he <laughs> mentions it right and and like really that's it and Twitter like I said people are all over Twitter like so thirty seconds of addressing it that's mm-hmm. what you mean by right. respectful blah 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 right and it's really so he looks at the thing and he's supposed to look sad and then he has his his daughter is like <laughs> I'll call them right now and take it you don't have to right. deal with it and he's like oh it's been more than and I said you know he's supposed to look. I'm sad and like I can't deal with this. Right. Right. And I swear to God, what he looks like is like Homer Simpson going, <laughs> if I pretend I'm sad for a second, someone I won't have to do, deal with yeah, this. Yeah, someone else right? will take it. It was it <clears throat> was wow. it was wacky. And Leah Remini is is back in it. Of course, she they have like kind of an entry point to her being back in it. Yeah. Which is that Chael, who's like the not quite son in law of Kevin James is about to be deported because he forgot to send in because Kevin uh, yeah. Kevin James right. forgot to send in some form you know and right. and now he's going to get to you know right. classic Kevin yep <laughs> Kevin like screwing things up right. making problems for everyone right. and uh, it you know they end up having to go get married by a guy at a civil <laughs> war reenactment so right. that Jim Brewer can be in a goofy costume sure and uh, obviously Valentine, uh, you know, Kevin James's <laughs> real life brother who's in everything that Kevin yeah. James has ever been in. A little nepotism. Gets to do whatever. It's so, so fantastically wow. bad. It's uh, Talk I, about. I'm really hoping against hope that the, the Twitter response yeah. will show up in wow. in people running for the hills right. away from the right. show because it's so crazy. Well, that's another guy too. Whenever a series ends, he's got like the next. I'm Fred Flintstone. He's got the my next Roma, something. You know, happen, he's yeah. gonna pop right up again. That's. It's interesting if that happens to be the torpedo because you can absolutely trace that in real time I, and I watch would, it in real time and be I like, would, this is I the 30 seconds. I, I, it's such a like bonkers thing. I would love it if just <laughs> once, right, like really horrible, awful actions and decisions would have consequences. That right, would be, that right. would be fun for me. In those situations, you know how, you know how you, the litmus test is, you don't have to listen to them, but if you're a producer or a writer, you show it to the actor or the actress who's being written out and go, is that okay with you? Right. And if they're like, that's fine. I feel like that handles it well. Right. Then you're okay to go. And if they're like, really? <laughs> right. Then See, you might want to redraft. I'm thinking, you and, know? and I'm thinking... At some point, because that's hilarious. At some that point, makes me want to watch it. I'm going to go watch it now. I want to see that. You, you should go see it. It's I got to see it. <laughs> it. It makes me think. At some point, right? Someone had a conversation with Leah Remini and said because oh, she was only supposed yeah. to be on like the last one or two episodes. I right. can't remember, but she was at least on the last episode. Yeah. Somebody had to have a conversation with her and go. So if we if we kill her off, we come be on right. the show right and she had to agree to that right and right i'm kind of out even right there too yeah right and you right. know i don't know anyway anyway so uh that horrible show don't go watch uh just two more real quick marvels in humans is coming up pretty quick and this is a show that was has been getting bagged <coughs> ever since they had their uh their IMAX early mm-hmm. view thing people didn't like it the internet's kind of going crazy about how awful it is and uh, i gotta i gotta tell you so going in you gotta just believe me lots of people hate this show (laughs) so yeah um you can go verify that yourself but lots of people hate the show and are bagging on it i love this show so far yeah uh it could go wrong pretty easily uh pretty quickly too yeah because you never know what's going to happen uh, with we've got like the establishment that's almost like kind of a prequel movie to the show, right? So then once we get into the show, who knows? But the show is basically about something that you can't make a show, yeah, like a lot of other shows, right? 
Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on in here, actually. Let's take a look. Okay, here we are. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, but the the Inhumans and people don't know who they are, so we're kind of in Guardians of the Galaxy territory, right? Right. right. And you just have to be a little Patient. weirder, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy cannot come out and just be Iron Man movie, right? Or it's not going to work at all. They're they're completely screwy characters. Yeah. Even if you like them, right. they you know it's a talking raccoon. You can't just <laughs> right act like you're tree. making Shakespeare or right. something, right? right? And the Inhumans and also Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said before the movie came out, nobody knew who they were. Right? Uh, I mean, in now everybody's Star Lord. You know, right? everybody I mean, wants to be Star Lord for Halloween. Um, and the Inhumans are the same way. They're yeah. really goofy characters. Uh, they're bonkers people. If you just see some pictures, you know, you see like giant lockjaw right. thing, right. and you're going, what the, am I watching? Yeah. So they're really goofy characters, and you have to have like a different take on putting this out there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and and the take that we've chosen is that what this comes down to is a lot more like a live action Saturday morning cartoon right than trying to make something that's the same kind of thing as like making Iron Man or Captain America or even you know Jessica Jones or right, right. or uh, you know the Netflix shows are they may get a little weird and you have superpowers and whatever but they're very dark and they're very serious yeah. and you you just have to run with them. These guys are weird, right? Yeah. You've got Medusa has like the tentacle yeah, right. hair that she can beat you up with. Right. You've got Black Bolt who can't talk or he'll destroy half Everything. the planet, yeah. right? right. So you've got a guy who won't talk. And all during right. the show, he doesn't even tell you, no one tells you who he is <laughs> or what he can do. Right. You've just got Ants and Mount not talking. Right. And, you know, using sign language. Right. And he's the king and no one will tell you why he's the king. No one will tell you what powers he has. For a long time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until he gets kind of forced into using them a little, and bit, then you're like, kind of oh, thing. yeah. And you've got uh, you've got Karnak, mm-hmm. who is uh, Ken uh, Jung, I yeah. think is his name. I- I'm not sure if yep. you pronounce, but he was like on Lost. Yep. Uh, and and Karnak basically is a guy who has a superpower of like being really good at planning, right. Yeah, you, you know, you try and tell that to your average audience person. It's like he's an accountant, <laughs> right? Superhero or right. something. Yeah. So you've got these people who are very, very weird, which is why you know the comic book movie revolution did not start with them, right? Be- right. <laughs> because they're weirdos that no one knows who they are. So in trying to make the show, like I said, it's it's you have to approach it, it or be able to kind of give it a break on the idea that this is not trying to be the same sort of thing. It's yeah. trying to be in a whole other world, and it's almost like if you took a Saturday morning cartoon and put it prime time right. on TV, and everyone went, this is stupid. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. Right. it's uh, you know, you, you can't look at it the same way. Yeah. But what is great about it, it's also got the guy, I can never remember his name, because he's got some screwy Scottish-Irish name. I'm totally exposing my prejudice there, but right. I just, I can't remember it. But the guy's awesome, so don't think that I'm bagging on him for his heritage. It's like Ian. It starts with an R. I don't remember. He was on Vicious, and he's he was on Game, oh, yeah. he was he on Game of Thrones. Rion. Yeah, that's yeah. It. He plays Maximus. Yeah. Right. And see, I think it's like Ren. I do too. It's always uh, like the phonetic it's some, is not it's right. Some weird thing, right? Anyway. Um, but he's awesome. He was great on Game of Thrones. Everybody knows him because he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy in here too. Uh, yeah, he you know takes over the opening movie is him taking over, uh, kicking our real heroes out of their moon base. Right. So they're all in Hawaii <laughs> trying to figure out how to. Yeah. I don't know. Survive and get back and whatever. Right. But he's the bad guy. But he's really good. He was also on Vicious, uh, this British show that's uh, got ian mckellen in it yeah um and it's you know fantastic show about these old gay men who live in an apartment he's their neighbor he's great in that um but no one will watch it here so he has he can only be a bad guy here right right 
Uh, anyway, but I really like the show. I think it's a huh. very specific show, and you've got to give it a break, and you've got to give it a yeah. chance. But that's a lot more what it's like. It's hmm. it's like trying to take you know, that kind of sensibility, and then it's got you know some goofy fighting. We have some cool scenes uh, where, like, we never explain Karnak either. One of the mm-hmm. things that I think is great about the show is they never explain anything. Right. They don't tell you anything about right. what's going right. on. Uh, even long after, it kind of makes you uncomfortable because you're so used to right. shows telling you what's going on. Yeah. You're watching this show for a really long time, and apart from the fact that Medusa's hair is kind of obvious and they show it to you, mm-hmm. You don't really know what the hell is going on. Like, right. who are these people? Why are they superheroes? Yeah. Why do you want me to believe that they're superheroes? And anyway, so it doesn't explain Karnak until eventually you get like a scene where he dies and then all of a sudden starts going backwards and going, well, that didn't work. Let's try something right. else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, that you're like, what? Right, and, right. And that's really cool. Anyway. The biggest, well, sorry. But it's, it, no, it just, it's, it's really fun. And I don't know if anyone's going to give it a chance at this point. But this is a show where it's like, you know, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can get a right. break and be on for a few seasons, this one really should is be a show that, that people should give a chance because it's, it's crazy fun. I remember, I remember some of the earliest being the comic book guy that I am, just the criticisms that I saw were almost only about the effects. And specifically, they just kept saying that Medusa's hair just looked stupid. But as far as everything else that was happening, they thought that it, overall, that it looked interesting and unlike anything else on TV. They just wished that, I guess when she's using her, you know, tentacle hair, because she's right, Medusa, right. you know, not the Gorgon, but that's her name. Right. Um, you know, I guess it just didn't come off very well. But I, I, I also didn't know that those were finished effects or not. You know, I don't yeah, know if it looks good I, or not. I, I, but I don't know either. But um, what I saw of it, you know, it doesn't look great, but... It works. I mean, it'll do it. Just give it a little but bit. But it's not right? a $100 million yeah. dollar movie either. That's true. So it's... Not yet. You know, whatever. I mean, I think it's, it's good enough. But anyway, yeah. give that one a chance. And the last one uh, that I want to hit real quick before we move on uh, to the film is... Uh, Kevin probably saves the world, which is uh, mm. also coming out. I'm pretty sure it's next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and it's Jason Ritter, and uh, they're really actually pushing this one a lot. I see commercials for this one all the time, so this one is getting a decent uh, marketing push going into it. Yeah. And Jason Ritter, and you know what you take away from the trailer <laughs> is uh, an angel comes, and you know he gets like. You see in the trailer, he gets like smacked on the head, and then all yeah. of a sudden, there's the angel going, "Hey, you're supposed to save the Guess world." Guess what? Or yeah, you're not doing your job. And uh, there's parts in the trailer where he's talking to the angel, but then you know the other people can't see him. So then right. she's like, "Put the knife down. You look crazy because <laughs> she can't see me and, right. and all this stuff." And and it's basically Jason Ritter uh, plays this guy Kevin who moves back in with his sister and niece. Uh, after he tried to kill himself and his sister basically makes him come live with her, even though she's not even happy about it, but she feels like (laughs) obligated. I better make him do this. Yeah. Uh, so she might kick him right back out, (laughs) you know, because (laughs) she's not happy about the situation anyway. And he was some kind of, you know, like wall street guy just wanted to make money Mm -hmm. uh so he was you know never too involved in their lives and he was you know very shallow kind of guy whatever so now he's been picked by the angel to save the world and what exactly that means and what exactly he's supposed to do is you know semi-complicated but uh it comes together in a weird way almost like you're watching like a mix of my name is Earl and highway to heaven. And (laughs) so it's like, (laughs) so there's like sort of a quest to it, right? Where we move kind of through things like my name is Earl, right? He's got the list and you know, he doesn't exactly have a list, but he's got like kind of a quest function that, that like drives the episodic content. You know, we have one place to go and opens the door for moving around and, and doing various things. Right. And he's got his uh, angel buddy is going to always be there with him. And he has no idea what he's supposed to be doing, right? Right. And uh, I got to tell you right now, I gave the show a 10. Wow. There, there hasn't been a show 
in a long time that I more want to watch more of. Yeah. Like right, right now. Wow. How many have you show. seen? How many did you see? I, I've Just seen, the first? I've seen like one and a quarter or half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've seen like, right. I saw the no pilot. No kidding. The pilot I saw must the be pilot great. and some. And what's great about it is um, in a weird way, and it overly makes you think of Three's company, right? Right. But he is so fantastically channeling his dad. Like, oh, really? Like his dad really? taught him a lot about acting yeah. before he before he died, yeah. before Jason Ritter was ever anyone. Right. Um, but, he, but, you know, he's got his own spin to that. That's good. And, and what that means. But the show is... Uh, it's it's all him. Like, yeah, he's just awesome. Hmm. Like I just nice. watch I just watch him do anything at this point. Right, that's cool. Uh, that's apart awesome. from Parenthood, which was okay when he was on it. Yeah, um, I didn't love his character, and so I didn't love him doing it or or anything. But yeah. everything I've ever seen him do, I right. thought, damn, yeah. like he has to do stuff in the show. It really is super impossible because he, he has to do some stuff in the show that I think sounds absolutely ridiculous on paper mm-hmm. when you're reading the script of this show i i don't know if i'd even watch the pilot if i yeah. just re- if i just read the script right because there's a lot of it that's really really goofy and somehow like he makes it work because huh. he's just him it's almost like um watching robin williams in something that you don't believe will be that good right um, but you know, not in like a zany Robin Williams way either, you yeah. know, like, right. <laughs> like right. in a more serious no, yeah, right. Robin Williams way Yeah, at where he can just, he can take scenes and like make you believe he's really that guy, yeah. uh, in huh. an impressive way. It's, it's a lot of fun and watching him is cool. And the ability of the show to take, you know, God and like our quest to be, you know, make, be nice to people right. and all this stuff. And somehow actually make it fun and not some goofy, syrupy, right. you know, nonsensical thing. It is really impressive. There's stuff yeah. that <clears throat> there are scenes I think in this show that he pulls off and makes fun to watch that are kind of impossible to do. Actually, yeah. like <laughs> like wow. you would, like you would give the scene awesome. to people and they'd go, "I'm not even going to be in yeah, that show." Right. Like you just make me <laughs> right. look stupid now. Right. But he he is, um, he's got, you know, the ability, like, you know, like his dad, um, not specifically in three's company mode, but it's hard to think of him otherwise. Um, he's got this way of being able to be in a weird situation and convince you that it's just something that really happened. Right. Like, you know, there are, there are some scenes in the show where you watch it in a bad show and like, you can't believe it happened, but you Mm -hmm. watch him do it and you're like, Oh, I have crazy stories in my past. Some (laughs) weird crap that happened too. And it's like a real thing now. It's, it could really happen to a person. Huh? Anyway, well, um, you, you giving it a ten is pretty. It, you know, usually you're not that gaga over anything, especially pilot. No, you know, so that's good. Really, I'm. What not. is this? Is this Amazon? Yeah, I guess it is. No, it's uh, ABC. Is it ABC? Yeah, Why am I seeing Amazon? Amazon must be no, adding. Yeah, it's on, but, yeah, it's next uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, no, it's, I'll, it's, I'll check that out then. It's see what really good, and I am usually really hard on pilots because they're yeah. so committed to the establishment right. over delivering hmm. something good yeah because you have to just tell everyone everything right. to start everything off with. away yeah and this one kind of does that too hmm. but it it's such a screwy thing that it's okay to not do it to a certain extent yeah. you know right. what i mean yeah I mean, it has right. to go hi i'm an angel and so it has right, to right. Little tell screwy, you that but, stuff yeah. but it's such huh. a weird thing that doesn't exactly fit in a, into a category yeah that it can do things differently right and oh, not, that's cool and not have to set it up so yeah much. anyway um, but like I said, that's one where, uh, three or four episodes in all of a sudden we might've took a wrong turn and right. Yeah. And now yeah, and it's now we're done. And, right. And there's not much you can do about it, but yeah. I really like the fact, um, actually that the show is out at all because, uh, not long ago he got screwed out of a pilot and it really pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, he was in, uh, he and Alex, Alexis Bledel were in a show called them and us. And apparently they filmed like five of them or whatever. And Fox had, I I think it's Fox, um, 
had ordered it for like late season replacement yeah. and it never aired. And I oh, wow. and, and so it's just, it's just gone. It's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It exists Someday we'll be somewhere. Able to, we'll be able to watch the pilots. And uh, yeah, things. you might be able to watch like the five episodes on YouTube or something. Right. And yeah, that's weird. You know, whatever, but it that's never life, got though. made. And it, and, and what it was, was the American version of the British show, Gavin and Stacy, that was super popular. So they were just yep. like remaking that. Huh. Anyway. That's weird. All right. Uh, Kingsman, uh, the golden circle. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't suppose we have to explain too much about the show, uh, about, no. about this movie. It's the continuation, uh, of the first one, which we both loved, uh, which we both liked a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I remember having a few problems with it. Um, but even, you know, like thinking back now, I'm like, I'd watch that again. That was yeah. a lot of Hell fun, yeah. right? Oh Yeah. Um, and, and so this one is, we're jumping forward. If you watch the trailers, the first thing you find out is that the, the, everything about the Kingsman gets blown up except for Exy. <laughs> oh, right, right. Pretty much. Right, yeah. They show you in the trailer yeah. that the buildings yeah. all get blown yeah. up. The, the uh, tailor shop, the Kingsman tailor place gets blown up. Exy's standing out there, you know, all sad. Looking yeah, at the right. hole where it used to be. Yeah. And then the Statesman come into play at mm-hmm. some point because that's all in the trailer. <laughs> yep. Uh, the American version of the exact same thing. Yep. Except that they hide behind uh, liquor and whiskey. Wh- yeah, whiskey. So, right. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, Channing Tatum is in it and Jeff Bridges. Uh, yeah, and Jeff Bridges is like the head guy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they just have their own same version, and obviously everything is slightly different. And we're in Kentucky, and everyone has a cowboy hat yeah, on, right? So it's like <laughs> it's like the, you know whatever mirror image that is of yeah what the British, British version is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, throwing out the ratings. Oh, and um, Christ, what's her name? There's a bad guy involved. Uh, Julian Moore. Julian Moore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it's a really remarkable movie. We it, just saw it. It's uh, weird because she looks so weird in this movie. Yeah. She looks almost like if you took some of the daily footage of making this movie and tried to make this about some like space opera show yeah. where she is an android, Yep. yep. <laughs> you wouldn't have that part of task right like she just looks weird right anyway um but she is this super secret uh you know drug runner who has taken over the drug trade of the entire world apparently (laughs) and and uh, now she's concocted a way to blackmail the american government into meeting her demands and making her legit because what she hates about her job is that she can't just be a regular person. Right. She it, can't go she, to like in and out burger. She wants to just take her criminal organization <laughs> and say, why can't I just do this? But uh, I don't right. want to go legit. Right. I want to turn what I'm doing into right, legitness right. or whatever so that she can just be a regular person. Again. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's basically your story. Um, <laughs> I gave this one uh, three. That's what I wrote down. Because I got you um, right. there, there was some fun in it. Yeah. There were times that I, that I liked it. There were times that I thought it was, you know, being fairly interesting. Uh, but it was just really, at the end of the day, kind of like the empty, lifeless shell of the first movie. It yeah. was. <laughs> it had. It didn't really have anything that I liked. Um, from the first movie, it just had things that were distantly related to the things right. <laughs> that right. I liked in the first movie. Yeah. So that's, uh, my, that's my rating. You're a little bit higher than me. I, I wrote down three for you. I was at two and a half. I could have easily swayed to three. And if it had done just a couple small things, not even major things, just a couple small things, it would have been easily a five, you know, yeah. without having to change too, too much. Right. But it's it's like... It's so weird to watch because I was so fond, and I and I did not watch um, the Kingsman before I saw uh, this again. again. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. And and that's partially by design, but I was just busy with other things. You know, I can't always see the sequel. You know, after seeing the original again, it just doesn't work that way. But I still remember liking that first one so much. Um, 
though being distracted like you with a couple things and i thought well we're going to get pretty much the same thing here because the cast is fine you know right. the the same director the same writers the, the, there's no reason that this shouldn't we're, come we're in. even strong. bringing colin firth back even right. though he died in the even first though one. he's out you know and and i thought <laughs> okay that'll be that'll be fun let's mm. just see what they do and it should be in in line with six to eight because that's where it should have been the first right. time and then it just distracts itself with all of this this like self-interest it's almost like it suffered from for me anyway though it is obviously a sequel it suffered from advanced sequelitis yeah you know this felt like it was the fourth or fifth entry into an exhausted and already thoroughly mined franchise shouldn't have that in the second movie you no. shouldn't have the problems that you're giving me and you shouldn't be focusing on the stuff that you're focusing on like one of the things that was really interesting to them was colin firth's character and when he is discovered to be alive uh the statesmen have him and they're trying to bring back his memory because he doesn't know who he is he thinks he's a butterfly collector and the movie spends okay. like another 30, 35 minutes, like a little off and on, just concentrated just, just on like this. hovering around it. And I'm like, guys, you can't waste, you don't have time to waste, but you can't certainly waste the time you don't have on this. Right. Unless the payoff is amazing. And I told you, and I still feel strongly about it, my favorite minute of the movie is when it does pay yeah, off. The payoff is It's great. amazing because of Colin and Eggsy, um, them working the scene perfectly but Jesus, to get to that, I had to endure 25 minutes right. of humdrum, and I didn't care. Right. You know, but that this is kind of the way I felt, which is what you had hinted at, which is I'm interested in the movie, and then I'm lulled into some sort of like Novocaine, where I'm like, I'm actually not interested in anything, but it looks pretty. Right. And then you do something like that scene that gets me invigorated, and I'm in the film again, and then you just let it ebb out, and then you do one more thing later, and it does and it then again. You go, yep, no. But by the time the third act comes around, and they're trying to reinvigorate me with something like that, I'm so disengaged with uh, mechanical dogs and henchmen and really amazing balletic. Um, cinematography that in the end doesn't do anything because i see a million bullets going around eggsy and i know he's not gonna die so yeah you're wasting no, my time it's, yeah there's a lot of it that's so weird and i think this movie is um what what's fantastically weird about this movie i think is that the first movie is so good and if we look at Mark Millar, yeah. uh, you know, the first kick-ass is so good. Yeah, right. The second kick-ass is so bad yeah. and uh, and boring in the same way. Every way that this has got a problem the same way. You know, it, it's like he just can't write sequels to things yeah. uh, except that someone will give him a lot of money to do it. Right. But the movie feels like it's written poorly in more than one way, which is yeah. really weird, right? Right, right. And... Uh, on the one hand, the movie has, we just want Colin Firth back. Right. So now we have to figure out a way that we can bring Colin Firth back. So we have to write in this whole magic thing they have. Yeah. You know, we have to build in some magic, magical thing. Right. And just say, look, it works because there he is. Right. See? So, <laughs> so, so, so it has to work. Works. Right. Yeah. And then we have to, <laughs> then we, so if that works, then we have to like build in this whole other thing. Then, you know, I really like this idea of him getting his memory back. So he's got to lose his memory. Right, right, right. <laughs> so we have to have him not having his memory. It's all written in this weird jumble of I have a few good ideas for a few different things, but nothing about the movie feels like a story that was written in like a cohesive way yeah. because you had a bunch of good ideas for a story. Right. You had a bunch of good ideas for like a scene here and a scene there. Yep. And then you had to build all this crap to, you know, make it work. It's, you know, it's like you're building like the top floor of a building. Right. Because you have this great idea. But right. you have to backwards put all this shit into the movie. Yeah. That just doesn't work and is kind of boring. And the audience is sitting there going along with it. And you can like, you can feel it. It's mm -hmm. You can feel it. <laughs> 
as you're watching it, like, I'm just watching this because I have to, because something is going to happen later that they right. wanted to say. Right. Not because there's a whole story. And the weirdest thing about it is that, you know, Millar is, is really good at throwing tons of fun into things, right? Mm-hmm. The first movie, there's all kinds of fun. Uh, yeah. There's like, there's stuff that's really screwball fun. There's stuff that's just kind of cool action fun. Yep. There's lots of stuff that's entertaining and fun to watch. And in this movie, like I told you this when we walked out, every time this movie thought I was supposed to be really interested because some fun action stuff was happening, I got more bored. Right, right. They they do this big swinging on the ski lift thing, and it's yeah. like, oh, look, now it's spinning really fast and everything. And as soon as that started, I could have left. I right. was like, right. this is just totally boring. Right. It's so bad in in the writing of the movie that it even has a really cool line i mean i think it's a cool line mm-hmm. um it has a really cool line that's really kind of fun and like you know right. hey we're gonna have like tongue-in-cheek sort of y- yeah. you know humor going on right <clears throat> that should have killed i think what was this? i should have loved this line yeah and it's boring and you almost miss it because it's, i wonder if i did this when he's like- leaving and his soon to be wife right that he lives now with the uh princess of sweden or yeah whatever right. and, and he's like it says something about going to save the world and she says well you know what you get if you save the world right because that's from the first movie right right, right. and that should be awesome yeah and it's almost like you it's might not notice her saying right. say it <laughs> and there's there's like no we don't have anything going on in the movie yeah to get anything out of that line right which should be really good, and that right? that's ex- it, but that's, yeah, but we d- have nothing behind it, so you're like, oh yeah, because huh, okay, whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's just another example. Uh, you're right, because I mean, that's a I I remember thinking of it and going, mm, you botched that, but it's just it's so heavy handed in its self delivery of things. It's just for me anyway watching some of it too it felt so very unfocused though it had some fun ideas again napkin ideas you know we're like that's great let's go with that it felt a bit like you know this is not the right way to say it but like a an attention deficit version of um the austin powers films because it didn't go full daniel craig bond which i know you're not a big fan of but like we're we're really serious now we're super serial serious and it didn't go goofy hilarity like, you know, Austin Powers films did. It just tried to, like, waver in between those. And I felt like, at least when there were times of, of levity and humor, it was pushing the seesaw in the wrong direction. Right. And then when it should have been exciting, it was trying to be funny and coy. And it just almost never knew what compass direction it should have been heading in. And nobody seemed to get it. Like, I don't understand right. why they and, didn't edit. Because I feel like there's a film here you can edit. The, oh, there, This is a two-hour and 20-minute movie. Thing in and here. there's a good hour and 45-minute film there. You've just got to put it together right. Except that even some other things, uh, you know, like the bad guy and her little land. Yeah, right. And the whole meat grinder and all that stuff. It that was... was like, it was all so many different levels of like kind of corny and mm-hmm. just silly and the robot dogs. The robot dogs. And see, wow. that is like that move that movie you're making over there could work if you yeah. it wasn't in the middle of this movie I'm watching over here. Right. And because see, it's not. And that's, it's not and that's the where same we thing, split. Right? That was something because I said to you after we walked out, I'm like, Elton John is in this movie. Right. And Elton John plays Elton John. And it's it's actually like, part of me is amused that they got him to do it anyway. Right, I mean, it's right. a British thing, I guess. But I actually liked Elton John in this. But for me to have focused on liking him as much, because he's a very distracting part of the film. Right. And then he's not just disposably removed. He's in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's not like Cam and, and, and I get, and right, I get your argument seconds, when right? I was like, I really liked Elton John. You're like, I really liked a lot less of Elton John. Like, if it had just been there for a bit, you know, I would have gotten it. If it, well, uh, and I, see, for me thing, to focus on it just says how much I'm not having fun with the movie. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he comes back like nine or ten times, right? And for me, I thought it was cool that he was in the movie because it's just such a, it's it's so such weird. a wonky and he's never thing doing to throw that. in, yeah. right? Right. I thought it was cool, 
but maybe like five of those times. Right. Not, not 11 or 12 not, or 20. Right. Yeah, right. no, I get, when you said I, that, I I'm think, like, I, think, I see it. I think that yeah. would have worked too. Anyway. But some of the stuff when he's in it, it kind of works. Yeah. And the thing that's weird is there's, it, there's actually purpose, right? Right. He it's serves not just a, a thing. function yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, bring him in, show him a couple times, make him serve that function. Yeah, right. Great. Move. The right. other 10 times he's in, <laughs> like, we don't need all of him, yeah. right? We don't need all of that in there. Yeah. And, and it's just goofy. But like I said, when you, you're watching the Robot Dog movie. Right. But then in a couple minutes, you're going to be watching this whole other movie. Yeah, right. And we're doing so many different things. And at some time. At certain points, it's like at the same time. And yeah. for me, uh, that part where we get into that whole ski lift thing was an example of trying to have them both at exactly the same time. Yeah. We're trying to be yep. really, really serious about how dangerous this is. Right. But then we're also throwing in the magic lasso. Yeah, right. Then we're making it happen for a really long time. Yeah. And eventually if we have it for a really long time and we're being so serious about how real this is and we're doing all this other stuff and the thing's spinning around and and, and all this stuff and then the thing spins so hard that it breaks the cables off right and i'm like well then they're already dead right that's the end of that <laughs> good movie <laughs> but, dude but <laughs> right. it's but it's trying to do all of them at the same yeah. time and then it ends and they slide down the hill oh look we stopped mm-hmm. right before the the thing like yeah. right before the right thing. before you right. know crash into it a little bit right knock a couple of people around <laughs> like whatever right. yeah right. but it's just it's like we're watching james bond and then we're watching scooby-doo right and then, right and then sometimes we're watching james bond meets scooby-doo right yeah and it's like pick one of yeah. something I w- it was it was i mean we're we're over anyway we're getting close to I don't. I don't know that I have a ton left to say about it, except that it was strangely disappointing. It was. You know, was I didn't really have. Just, I, I don't have really looking forward to. I, it. I, I. I was too, and I realized how much so when we were walking in, and I was like, "This is going to be a good time." Right, like, I right. mean, I was kind of bopping around. I'm like, I'm in the mood to see this film. Right. I liked the first one. This is in in the preview. The preview that I saw strangely gives me the movie that I see. I just didn't realize that was the movie I was going to see. Right. If I now looking at the preview, I'm like, "Yep." That's it. And but you know, I didn't see that. And you know there. the thing that's a weird trick about that is you know the first movie. Yeah. So you look at the trailer and you go, okay, but I can translate that right. trailer right. into what I had what I think time. it will really yep. be because of what I saw the first time. And right. no, that's not it. For the for the completists out there, you know, there was nothing to stay after the credits. So if you endure going to see the film despite our right, you can run away heavy, really fast. Yeah, you know, it's, heavy it's promoting just, of it. It's just you can just good get out of there. And, yeah. and I really wish it was. Me too. I really wish it would have yeah. been better and would have been more fun because uh, like the first movie, I just wish there would be more movies like that. I really yeah. wish that there would be more yep. movies like Kick-Ass, like yep. the first one of this. I wish that they would keep coming. Yeah. But the sequel for him is not how you do it, apparently. <laughs> really, he's got to write something else. Yeah. I mean, he's got to have a new thing, apparently. Put him in a room and keep writing the first films with origin stories. Right. I'm on it. Right. When, when they're successful, don't let him in the room. Right. You know, because that's <laughs> right. the guy that you don't Give want. Give the sequel Give to the, somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. yeah. So, let the, uh, that's a weird disappointment. But. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've gone on too long. Yeah. Uh, we should get out of here. Next week, it uh, looks like it's going to be American-made. I do want to throw out one more thing because I forgot to mention it at the beginning, and I'm going to give you like the quick rundown, but also mm-hmm. the Will and Grace revival coming back. Oh, yeah. uh, I think that might even be tonight. I do, too. If that happens. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just a weird kettle of fish with that show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't like it. it. I didn't love the original show. If you really loved the original show... You probably like this okay. Yeah. There were a lot of good parts in it, actually, but it spends way too much time on just being goofy political. And goofy political in a way that, for me, felt like we're really just being disingenuous with the characters. Yeah. And I feel like that's an odd way to go with Will and Grace. Sure. Right? Right. Will and Grace, the whole thing was... Them. Let's... Let's let them be them. Let's have gay people get some... Fair, decent exposure or something, and right. now we're just going to be weird with them. Yeah. Plus, uh, y- you know, another another thing, Sean Hayes, I think, and uh, Mark McCormick yep. or Eric McCormick. Eric McCormick. Uh, Eric McCormick and Sean Hayes, I think, always were too good for this show. Yeah. And they still are, and it stands out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
and uh, the 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 two women, sadly, I think not so much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you they're, think they're rated right home. I think they're not. They're they're good. They're, yeah, they're I mean, good. they're not uh, that. They're, they're not there. that great. They're like uh, Mysteries of Laura was about as good as you're going to get. Right. Now, if you love right. that show, then boom, here you're, you go. You're, you're in, in luck, in. right? Yeah. But uh, it's kind <laughs> of a bummer that they would bring it back and it would not be awesome. But right. people will probably love it give just because it, it it's familiar. Yeah, maybe they love there. the original one. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway. I'm going to see uh, if uh, we can get you to see Flatliners this week, too. Oh, your yay. favorite. All right. Um, we're yeah, not, not going to see I'm Flatliners. Not I'm not interested in that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. All right. <laughs> Good. All right. We'll see you uh, next week with American Made. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.